0: This is the Historian's Podcast, and I'm Bob Cudmore. We're joined by Mohawk Valley folk singers Cosby Gibson and Tom Staudel. We've heard Erie Canal songs from Cosby and Tom on a previous episode. Now they've created a different performance piece, poetry songs and history songs. The history songs portray the life of American settlers during the Revolution through original songs by Cosby Gibson. In the poetry songs, words of famous poets are put to original music by Tom Stottle. We're going to start with Tom's musical version of Edgar Allan Poe's Annabelle Lee. First, let me read a bit from the poem. It was many and many a year ago. In a kingdom by the sea, that a maiden there lived whom you may know by the name of Annabel Lee. Now, here is Tom Stottle's musical version of Edgar Allan Poe's poem. <laughs>
1: To love and be loved by me And this maiden she had only one thought To love and be loved by me I was a child and she was a child In this kingdom I had to see And we loved the love that it was more than love I in my annerbelly with the love from the wing Angels from heaven who coveted her in me We loved the love it was more than love I in my annerbelly And we loved the love it was more than love That a cold wind came from a cloud chilling A beautiful Annabelle So her high-born kinsman came And took her away from me And shut her up in a tomb of stone In this kingdom by the sea And shut her up in a tomb of stone in this kingdom by the sea well the angels not half happy so in heaven When envy her and me Yes, Don, that was the reason as all men know In this kingdom by the sea That a cold came from a cloud by night Killing my ability but I love it was stronger by far than the love of many far older than me yes I love it with stronger by far than the love of many far wiser than we of many far wiser than we Ever, my soul from the soul of the beautiful Annabelle Lee Now the moon never beams without bringing me dreams of my beautiful Annabelle And the stars never rise but I feel the bright eyes of my beautiful Annabelle And over the night time, I lay down by the side of my darling, my darling, my life and my bride it her tomb of stone there by the sea, it her tomb by the sounding sea, It her
0: Now we're joined by Tom Stoddle, Very moving, Tom. What appeals to you in the poem Annabelle Lee and what appeals to you about Edgar Allan Poe? Well, the poem Annabelle Lee itself, I had just heard about
2: through, you know, just growing up on normal education. But uh, yeah, I, I wasn't a big book guy way back then. I was a big comic book guy. But uh, back as a kid, I, I had heard of the poems. No idea that these guys had books out, you know, full of their poetry and whatnot. You're going to love the story. I was in the kitchen at church where, you know, I seemed to be a lot helping out. And uh, helping out with the food pantry with this little kind old lady named Joyce. And next thing you know, we found this Edgar Allan Poe home book with three poems. You know, the Raven, For Whom the Bell Tolls, and Annabelle a and so we're thumbing through it, and all of a sudden we get to Annabelle Lee, and as we're reading the words, I hear this music in my head, and I just wind up taking my guitar and singing her the, the words as she's turning the pages, and it it was pretty incredible, you know, I mean, it, it, I don't know how it happens, but it's a great gift from God, I'm happy to take it, and I, I've been able to do that with a local poet poetry, and find it, Absolutely amazing, and, and love that I can do it. Just feel it's a great gift from God. And about Poe himself, I mean, he was he was a great writer. He was a great storyteller. Um, he, you could see a lot of imagery in his stuff, and that's kind of like what I like to write, you know, with the idea that people can see what I'm talking about. They can see this story breaking out in front of them. Poe is very good. I, I enjoy his stuff after checking some of it out after you know, adding music to Annabelle and but it it all it all just happened through God and it's it's pretty amazing.
0: Tom, you've taken some liberties with the text of the poem. Why did you do that?
2: Well the reason I take liberties with the, the text of the poem, um as as you put it, Mr. Cudmore, and I it's I don't know, I don't I'm not mean to the poem or the poet, but the reason why I do that is one they're not alive to ask, or I, I would definitely be asking and two, uh, it helps the song flow a little better. Um, I change cherub to angels, and I I might take out a, a word or two somewhere else along the line, I think, or uh, repeat a line that they may not have repeated, just because it it, it feels that that's the way it should be in the song, and like I said, it flows better, and it gives it a little bit more dramatic meaning. And Poe is very dramatic, as we know, a little bit dark. So, uh, yeah, I I wind up by another song, uh, The Road Not Taken by Robert Frost, and that's a a five-line stanza, and there's four stanzas, and in each of those stanzas, I take the last line and make it a chorus of the whole song, and leave the other four stanzas as the verse, because it's was easier and the music flowed. It all depends with no disrespect to to, to Robert Frost or to Edgar Allan Poe or, you know, even to, to any of the poems, local artists that, that I do that to for their, you know, for my music, um, to their poems. It's is just because it helps the music flow a little better when writing the song. I think it's pretty cool. I look down at these poems, not all of them, but some of these poems, and I hear the music right in my head as I read it and you know sometimes just know the chords I'm not a you know a very detailed technical guitar player yeah I I feel I hear the chords and I try to mimic what I hear like I said it would be great to run it by the the poets themselves and say hey you know how do you how do you like this what do you think
0: is it okay more from Tom Stoddle in a few minutes Singer-songwriter Cosby Gibson has written history songs portraying the life of settlers during the American Revolution in the late 1700s. This is one of her history songs called Heave Ho. That's a stirring tune, Cosby. How did you get started on this historical music project?
3: Thank you so much, Mr. Cudmore, for having me on your show. I got started on this historic music project because after years of walking and driving around upstate New York and seeing beautiful historic buildings and even crumbling historic buildings, Um, seeing signs by the road saying that it was a battlefield or it was a schoolhouse or a church or a tavern, that it really brought home all the things that happened here before we got here, (laughs) before we were born. And those things that people did, they put a lot of effort into it. They lost their lives. They worked really hard. And I think it's important to honor that uh, it's also uh, just very interesting uh, how they how they persevered and lived and and developed uh, the country. And I also noticed that many of my listeners were interested in history. Some of them historians, some of them uh, teachers or some of them just liked uh, history. So I thought it would be fun to write a series of songs. And I wrote five songs, and uh, they appear on the album American Dreams. So that's, that's how that got started.
0: Cosby, what was your inspiration for the song Heave Ho?
3: My inspiration for that song was uh, really, uh, I think, the only way that people actually survived had to be through a lot of spirit, like Heave Ho, Let's Get Together in a Lot of Spirit, and also through community. I know, uh, for example, uh, the church was a center of the community. A lot of things happened there. The uh, church dinners, the church was an outreach. They would help people. The church was a, was a very thriving, living thing. And um, it, it just made me think about how everyone would get together and heave-ho. And uh, again, so many things they were facing. They were facing wild animals, diseases, battles, attacks. Uh, you know distances between farms low communication um, technology so uh, that that song is really about um, the essence of what pulled them through and that is simply joining together and uh, to to win I guess is the word but just to um, for success
0: more music in just a moment the historians podcast fun drive is underway we depend on contributions of financial support to keep going with the podcast. Please make a donation online at GoFundMe.com forward slash historians2018 or send a donation in the mail. Make the check out to me, Bob Cudmore, and send to Bob Cudmore at 125 Horstman Drive, Scotia, New York, 12302. And thank you very much. Now back to Tom Stottle and one of his poetry songs, When Earth's Last Picture is Painted by the poet Rudyard Kipling. Let me read the start of the poem, then we'll hear Tom's musical version. When Earth's last picture is painted, and the tubes are twisted and dried, When the oldest colors have faded, and the youngest critic has died, We shall rest, and faith we shall need it, lie down for an eon or two, till the master of all good workmen shall put us to work anew. Yeah. Rudyard Kipling was an English journalist, short story writer, poet, and novelist. This poem was written in 1892, when Kipling was 27 and living in America for a time. Kipling lived until 1936. Tom, why did you pick this Rudyard Kipling poem? I had no choice in this poem, Mr. Cudmore. Um,
2: Once again, I'm in the kitchen of the church— helping somebody get ready for coffee hour after church. And I was talking to him about what happened a couple weeks earlier in the library where I was telling somebody about the Annabelle Lee song. And he looked at me and he said, Rudyard Kipling is my favorite poet and his my favorite poem from him is Earth's Last Picture is Painted and it's his shortest poem. And I said, really? So I went to the library the next by midnight that night i had this great song when earth's last picture is painted and cosby sings back up on it it's my t startle 2016 cd um but otherwise yeah it's it was given to me by god like i i think the talent and the gift of of being able to put music to these poems and once again and it was in the kitchen of the church I know, it is pretty funny, isn't it?
0: Tom, how do you come up with the tunes to go with the
2: poetry? The tunes, like I, I, I've said, have just come as I, I read the, the poem. It's pretty amazing, and once again, a, a gift from God, the idea that, you know, I, I'm reading this poem and I hear this music and I just have to figure out what the chords are and, you know, if there should be more instruments or different instruments. And, but I'm a simple guitar player and songwriter and storyteller. So, you know, harmonica, guitars, if I can stamp my feet. But I I think it's an incredible gift from God, and I just hear the songs as I'm reading them, and I have no problem with that continuing. You know what it's like, Mr. Codwell.
0: Thanks, Tom Stoddle. Now over to Cosby Gibson and another of her history songs about the American Revolution. It's a sweet a cappella song about a grisly subject
3: now is the time gentlemen now is the time for war so gather your weapons and follow directions without any questions of course take your shovel your musket your pitchfork as arms count the men in the village they're 45 strong oh we'll fight low and dirty till rivers are blood and the heads of their soldiers are rolling in mud till the heads of their soldiers are rolling in mud 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 Lift up your hearts, gentlemen, lift up your bayonets too. We'll stand up to the peril with lock, stock, and barrel like troops for George Washington do. Take your shovel, your musket, your pitchfork for arms. Count the men in the village, we're 45 strong. Oh, we'll fight low and dirty till rivers are blood, and the heads of their soldiers are rolling in mud. The heads of their soldiers are rolling in mud, mud, mud. Mud. March straight in line, gentlemen. March by the trees in the wood. Remember, stay loyal. Defending our soil is part of our story. We're bounding for glory. It's clearly the time for the fight to get gory. So remember the part about mud. Remember the part about mud. Take your shovel, your musket, your pitchfork for arms. Count the men in the village, we're forty-five strong. Oh, we'll fight low and dirty till rivers are blood, and the heads of their soldiers are rolling in mud. The heads of their soldiers are rolling in mud, 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 mud.
0: Oh, Cosby, that is a very powerful song. What effect were you trying to achieve? Is this song pro-war, anti-war, or is that the wrong question?
3: That song, Heads of Their Soldiers, really was inspired when I started reading about the militia. It, the militia, for someone who doesn't know, is basically people who kind of join in the, the, the a war. They're not enlisted. They're not trained. They don't have any equipment. They're just kind of grabbing their pitchfork and running down to the battlefield and helping out. Uh, for some reason during the American Revolution, the militia was known for being bumbling and uh, wild, really. George Washington openly... Criticized them and actually said he would prefer to not have them. They would come down out of the landscape. They would go left and right. They would uh, just fight dirty, I guess, is is what it is. Um, The British would fight in a straight row, shoulder to shoulder, very orderly, and march forward very orderly. So they were really surprised and shocked when these kind of, you know, wild guys or women, everybody coming down out of the woods and attacking them. So uh, what happened was because of that that quality and and the militia, they they attribute that to, to a major force in winning the American Revolution. So even though George Washington was against them, they actually were helping him win. Um, I'm I'm not sure if it's pro war, anti war. I guess it's probably pro spirit. Um, I think everyone should avoid war as much as possible. But I think if if you're in the throes of it uh, and and being spirited and as much as they were. And, uh, I, I, there was not any specific military encounter, just basically what I imagined in the Northeast, especially, uh, you know, so mountainous and, uh, dense with forest, how you could see, uh, these farmers coming down with their, uh, shovels and, uh, pickaxes and everything and coming down. Um, it's, uh, the song is, is sung, it's sung by me, but it's it's supposed to be the voice of uh, the leader of the militia of the group. He's kind of going around the neighborhood and telling everybody, we've got to get together now, you know, and uh, we've got to rise up now and, and help out with this. Uh, I, I guess it's kind of, uh, it's very charming to me, because I, I just, uh, I, I love the idea of, of everybody just kind of going wild and, 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 the, and the, um, the counter facing of the uh, British being so orderly and, and the uh, other men kind of wildly running around. So <laughs> that's what that's about. The songs for these programs are available on our albums. The History Song Series is available on my album entitled American Dreams, and it has a disc of songs and a disc of videos, as well as a book of lyrics and artist notes, so it's really fun. Tom's songs are available on his two most recent albums the most recent one called T. Stottle 2016, and the previous one called Other People's Words and the Ones God Gave Me. And those albums are available on our website, through our website. Our website is Cosby Gibson and Tom Stottle.com.
0: Thanks, Cosby and Tom. This is Bob Cudmore. You've been listening to The Historian's Podcast.